0: Everybody, this is the Simpsons show. I'm Robbie with my co-host Matt, and we are here to talk about the Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you?
1: I'm fantastic, Robbie. I saw this episode, and I did not. I, I thought I had brain damage partway through, but it turns out it was just the writing. <laughs> That's what's well, sad. How often that happens these days.
0: See, Matt, what I was gonna say is like uh, I've spent this entire week getting over COVID. Um, but luckily, after watching this episode, COVID is the only second worst thing to happen to me this week. doom Tish. We are brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com The Simpsons Show for only $2 a month. Get access to all of our bonus content for $5 a month. Get access to that much, much more, including uh, episodes early and uncut, plus the old archive uh, going up weekly as they fall off the main feed. This week's episode is Donnie Fatso. These titles, man, they just they're so dumb. That's so like dumb. Brasco and Fatso, that's what we're doing. This it's like a slant rhyme. It's not even All right. Episode MABF19 originally aired December 12th, 2010, written by Chris Clues, Matt, Do you know who that is? No clue. Chris Clues is the only Simpsons episode he wrote. Didn't write anything else in his, in his entire in for the Simpsons at least. Um and this is the last thing he ever did in the arts in the entertainment uh, this is the last thing he ever produced because he was oh, wow. a writer and producer for mad TV so did very apparently very integral to the creation and, and production of mad TV and also produced Night court oh wow I don't Night court's not a good show I'm just gonna say that I it's not not even the reboot. Matt, have you watched that? I have not. I it, do enjoy a couple of people that are on it, but no. it's I saw clips of one episode, and it felt like anti-humor, which I don't think it was going for. I want to say it's just trying to be a very stock-standard sitcom, and it was... like As bad as the original Night Court is, the new Night Court is ten times worse, is from all from what I've seen it looks abysmal. It's probably already canceled. Like by this point, it's already gone probably. Um, but Chris close, this is the last thing he ever did in, in entertainment. And I, I don't, this is not this entire episode, Matt, grandpa jokes.
1: Oh, entirely. I mean, the whole thing with fit, fit Tony and
0: fat Tony. I just, this is all ugh. every joke in this is like a joke. My dad would write, which is not good. That's not a good thing. My dad is not a comedy writer. Um, but it, that's what it feels like. Every joke in this. It just feels like the laziest, kind of boring, like, oh, that's what we're doing here, huh? It's a joke from, like, 1972 or something. Uh, directed by Ralph Sosa. Received a four-point rating with 7.2 million viewers. The chalkboard gag, candy canes are not elf bones. All right. Uh, so okay. We, yep. Uh, also, like, despite the fact we get, like, a Christmas intro in this, like, we have the chalkboard gag that's, candy canes and our elf bones the couch gag simpsons on the couch is, is depicted as an advent calendar we got an advent calendar every single day is is shown with the residents of springfield ending on the simpsons um it's a very long intro it's christmasy but then the episode starts with it being on being new year's day So there's already, like, we've already passed Christmas. It's not a Christmas episode. It's like, I guess, technically sort of the holidays, but not really. I don't understand it. It doesn't matter. Um, This is a full intro, really long couch gag. I don't know why. (laughs) I don't know why they purposely give themselves less time to work with, especially in this episode. This episode, they needed way more time to tell a story, uh, and they they handicapped themselves. I don't understand it. Um, this episode guest stars, John Ham as the FBI agent, who does his darndest, Matt. He really tries. I'll give him that. Yeah. I'll give John Ham that. He tries to bring some entertainment out of his 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 role in as the as the he doesn't have a name, Matt. <laughs> nope. <laughs> like, what is this? It's just like these things around the edges. You're just like, why would they not just give him a name? Hey, this is agent blank. Even blank is a name. Okay, and then finally, Joe Montana as both Fat Tony and Fit Tony. Shocking. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that, man. We're going to talk about that uh, when we get there. Um, This will begin. Like I said, it's New Year's Day. We're cleaning up after New Year's Eve. Bart is hungover from drinking sparkling apple juice. I don't. I find this whole thing about, oh, kids uh, have the same.
1: Problems that adults do just with non-alcoholic beverages. It's like really that's that's the joke you're going
0: for again. It it is like you said that is a grandpa joke, man. So this is the perfect example. It starts right away because this is a thing. Like imagine you, I don't know, you're like over. I've been, I've been at a relative's house, and they will like it will be the holidays, and they'll be talking about a kid. And the kids grumpy or cranky, and they're like, "Oh, they must have an apple juice hangover." They'll say something like that, and you just like, and then they'll laugh, and you will be like, "I don't. Is this concept? Is this concept so funny that we have to put it on our television show?" So, but Bart and Lisa are torturing Homer for, for who, who really has a real hangover, and then Marge, who has what is it, a second degree or...
1: hangover because of kissing Homer.
0: Okay. Uh, again, what is this? Like, this is like, like when I say this guy worked on Night Court, it feels like jokes from Night Court. And even in Night Court, at least like the actor has provided a certain amount of charm to Night Court. And, uh, <laughs> not, no. Now in this, there's just nothing. Um, So it's New Year's Day. Homer is going out to dump his recycling. And this, I can't believe this is what is going on, Matt. Like I, I was watching this episode, Matt, and I was like, what is going What's happening? What's what's hap- like I literally just muttering it to myself like what's what's happening? What's going on? Um, so Homer's dumping his recycling and the cops show up and give Homer a bunch of fines.
2: Well, 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 Simpson, you've committed Springfield's first crime of the new year. Right up, my bloom. Huh? What are you? Failed to separate your bottles and newspapers. Fifty bucks. It used to cover two public
3: nudities and a poop in the park. <laughs>
2: oh, that's vandalizing city property. Uh, write him up again, Lou. What the hell? Mild obscenity before 10 a.m., also illegal.
4: Come on, Lou, give me a break. Sorry, sir, I take no pleasure in it. Da-da-da-dee, da 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 Oh, yeah.
2: Since when is all this against the law? Since today. As of Jan 1, a bunch of new ordinances with, uh outrageous financial penalties took effect. Well, I get it. The government runs out of money, so they pass a bunch of lame old laws to sock it to the little guy. Fine, you're telling it like it is. Also a crime now. And that one's gonna cost you. <gasps> That's almost $1,000. Rounding up your total. That's a $50 fine. Hmm.
0: Sigh. So, uh, it's just, aren't every, uh, they give fines for everything now. You're like, what really? Robbie, does this ever come back at all? This whole thing, uh, the fines. I mean, they use it. This is like the way in, <sighs> a way into this. It, it's dumb. Matt. Like I don't know how. Like no, it doesn't really make. None, none of this matters. Like it's just like you could use anything to get to the story of this, but they use the dumb. They get like the dumbest way in. It doesn't like we'll get like. It, I'm gonna, we'll get there at the end of the act, basically. So Homer has a thousand dollars in fines. Doesn't want to pay it. Uh, Homer Mo, Homer goes to Mo's and complains. Mo knows a guy, I guess, at the courthouse. If you go to a place, you go to the courthouse. You slip a guy a bribe, he'll make everything go away. We this is this is in an episode with a lot of inexplicable things in it. This bit where. Mo has to take Homer because this is, this is not just oh, Homer goes to Mo's and mo tells him this because that's a 30 second scene, right? Mm-hmm. That doesn't take up enough time. They have to fill time Of course not. And so Mo takes Homer through like little crevices through like through the side of the bar, like into the walls and stuff and they end up on stage during a production of wicked <sighs> and they stopped the show the show is like there's a crowd a full of people watching i guess wicked and mo does a mirror gag with one of the flying monkeys for at least 30 seconds it's horrific this is and i'm just I, this is me i'm just like what 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 are we doing? What are we watching? What is this? Is this is not the Simpsons? What are we doing? Like, why Wicked? Why the you know? Why Wizard of Oz? Why Wicked? Why a flying monkey? Why is Mo here? Why are they on stage? Like, who thought of this? It's like a, a fever dream. So they eventually just go back to the bar. Like all of this is for nothing. Mo just tells Homer. So Homer goes to the courthouse. The guy that he needs to talk to is out for lunch, I guess. And Homer just leaves a bag there with some paperwork, that a bag that just says bribe on it. So Homer is going to leave and then he gets arrested and then immediately goes to trial. Homer
2: Simpson, you are under arrest for attempted bribery of a public official. Chief, this is
3: just a big misunderstanding. I meant to write bride. It's a wedding present. Oh, how thoughtful. My bribe! Cough him, Lou. Oh, this is supposed to be the happiest day of my life, and it's ruined.
4: Homer Simpson, you are hereby sentenced to 10 years in the federal penitentiary.
3: (gasps) It's okay, it's okay. I can be out in 18 months with good behavior.
2: We're Simpsons, Dad. We don't do good behavior.
3: Don't tell me I'm not capable of good
4: behavior!
3: <laughs> Your Honor, I would like to request a sidebar. Granted. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, like,
1: yeah. I'll, I'll,
0: I'll, this is, the, again, the mildest def- of defenses, Matt. Once we get to the plot, mostly stays on
1: topic it does it mostly stays on topic things flow from a to b to c but this all over the place trying to get there and trying to insert the dumbest possible laughs the entire time it's like what it's like and
0: it takes seven minutes we like this first act is seven this episode is 20 and a half minutes when you get to credits it's 20 and a half minutes wow so You're willingly taking a third of the episode and filling it with like the extended intro, really long couch gag scenes with and like Mo, like mimicking like in a flying monkey from Wicked doing like a mirror gag, like a vaudeville bit. And you're just like, well, like if you have this story, why would you not spend more time on it? Why would you why wouldn't you try and get into it earlier? And why would you do it in the dumbest way possible? Why would you not use this opportunity as a way to for, to endear us to Homer? Like, have it make sense. Or, or get us, like, there's a million different ways for you want Homer is going to be an undercover guy. Again, by the way. They've done this story so many times that it's very hard for me to take yeah. it very seriously. Because they've done this bit a bunch. Um so I'm just like, well, there's a lot of reasons you could make it one that actually connects to the story. Because, Matt, you know what I don't know about any of this. Is I don't know why any of this is happening, and that's the question I have for most of this episode: is like, why are we? Why, why are? Why am I being shown this? Why is this a Simpsons episode? Fantastic question, Robbie. I we'll just never know. I that's the thing; they never really answer it. Uh, we go to commercial. Six minutes and fifty-eight seconds. And when we come back,
1: uh, we move the plot along because we find out that, oh, uh, you know, Homer is supposed to spend, what oh, was it, 10 years in jail, uh, but William
2: offers him an out. I look, Simpson, there is one thing you can do to get out sooner, but uh, it is extremely dangerous. Simpson, we are currently conducting
4: a 20 year investigation into the activities of Anthony Fat Tony D'Amico.
3: What, this guy?
0: we're gonna plant you in fat tony's gang as an undercover informant
3: i can't go undercover with fat tony he's met me i've been in his house i was briefly his
4: consriglieri, consugli cannoli uh, robert duval everyone knows fat tony so we're gonna plant you in the prison with a disguise
3: and a new name can i be johnny undercover that's a little obvious okay melvin
1: mafia
0: no you will be known as Nicky Blue Pants Alto Saxophony.
1: Can I keep the name after I'm done?
0: No, it belongs to the government.
1: Oh. Such fantastic names, right,
0: Robbie? I like the bit where he's like, he belongs to the government that's like one of the like I honestly John Ham's performance as FBI agent is one of the few bright spots on this I do like you know you can't have the name it belongs to the government like that's a very simple like, that was a solid joke yeah that's like that's a solid thing like it, I didn't laugh I'm on the record do you not laugh at this episode Matt did you laugh
1: uh no I smiled a little bit the government owns the name I think
0: that was it I'm I'm probably smiled a couple times where I went like uh oh you know at a couple things but or like oh
1: i get it it's a goodfellas thing okay yeah like a a
0: lot of this is like have you seen goodfellas like it's just that and when you like it's bart the bart the murderer man like how many years ago was that i
1: mean season three four something like that yeah
0: why are we still doing this like it's the it's the same. It's actually worse. It's just like it's less clever, it's less funny. There's no parody in this. Why are we still doing Goodfellas bits in the Simpsons? Like you can reference Goodfellas, but why are we structuring an entire episode about good about Goodfellas again or about Donnie Brasco for that matter? Or even the Departed, like the Departed, they've already did that. They already did the, the Departed. Like there's other movies, guys. Like, why would you do another mob? There's so many mob movies. Once people have seen, like, okay, it's fine. It's fine, man. I, I'm just saying, like, it's okay. He's met, so Homer's gonna be going undercover. Uh, you're gonna have to really. All this is to say is, if you're gonna do the plot again after you've done it a dozen times, the different permutations, you're gonna have to put a spin on it. it have to be something different. Which
1: they obviously don't do, so we're gonna keep on with this ugh, plot. So Homer goes undercover as Blue Pants Alto Saxophony, a name that will never be said again. He
0: that's his. Reason. To be fair, Matt, like that's his nickname. It's Nick, Nick, Nicky Blue. Pants. They say Nick again. Y- yeah, they, it's Nicky Blue Pants. Okay, His Blue Pants. He's Nicky Blue Pants. Nicky Blue Pants Alto Saxophony. Whatever is fine. Yeah. So uh,
1: at the prison, uh, an FBI, the FBI guy is there dressed up as a prison guard. he roughs up Louie. Uh, Homer defends him in order to you know get in good with him uh, and they, they drag Homer away to get beaten up. And this, Robbie, this
0: it's fine, man. they are not gonna it's, beat Homer up it's because
1: fine because these are you know actual honest, good cops, uh, something you don't see too often in The Simpsons, uh, and they beat up a bunch of steaks instead. Homer, of course, sees this as just absolutely horrid, and the entire time scream thing, screams, screams uh, phrases that sound like he's the one getting beaten up and egging them on for more. So, to the people listening outside, coincidentally, everything Homer's yelling sounds like he's getting the crappy out of him. Uh, why Homer later shows up without being beaten up and no one seems scared? Mm, we don't get to see
0: that because hey, hey, we got we got plot to get to, right, Robbie? I right? Mm, I mean, there is plot now. I'll give him that. There's plot. Plot happens. I don't know. Like, there's no character in it, and there's no, certainly no story. Really, I think that's the problem. There's pl- all plot, no story. So
1: yeah. Uh, so uh, Fat Tony shows up in Homer's cell uh, to get them all out. Uh, they. I've seen too many prison movies recently. Do they just knock the wall down to get them out? Fat
0: Tony literally touches. He doesn't knock it down. Oh, well, that's like, right. Because it was built with mob labor. That he just what it touches. Yeah. Like, which is like here. We can start here, Matt. <laughs> Why are there obstacles introduced if they're not obstacles?
1: Because I okay, I will I will go to bat here and say that this does not feel like an obstacle. This feels like they're in prison, and the whole point of this is to get in good with uh, Fat Tony. And whether or not Homer does that in prison is kind of immaterial. So them getting out due to poorly constructed prison, uh, you know, building. I don't really care about, I don't really care how they get out because well, that's not really germane to the plot. Why are they in prison?
0: Why are the mob guys in prison? Why is Homer? in Fantastic. Prison? Why question. are the mob guys in prison? If you, it's this kind of thing, Matt, where you can have the, 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 like I agree having a scene where Homer has to, is going undercover. So he has to get in with the mob guys, right? He has to do something to get himself introduced And then also prove his worth and show that he's worthy of trust. That scene can happen anywhere. They don't need to be in prison. They don't need to be in jail. They could all, like, you could be, you could go to, like, the scene in The Departed is the one that's fresh in my mind. You have, certainly you have Leonardo DiCaprio's character gets out of jail in that. But then immediately goes to get, gets work with the mob. And you see him figure out a way to earn the trust. Of those guys, you could do the same thing here. Homer goes to work for Fat Tony, fresh out of jail in this new persona. You don't need like to have you don't have, need to have scenes where there's prison guards and scenes where they break out, but they don't break out. And honest, also like, what is real? What are the stakes here? You know what are the consequences for all this? That's what I'm getting at. Like, they break out of prison. Even mob guys just don't get to leave prison. Without any
1: punishment, it's it's also all that's true. Re- they usually get off early for good behavior or whatever because the system is corrupt. But they don't get to just break out and no one care.
0: It, it, that's the thing, man. We're just like, yeah, it's a this the show isn't taking any of this seriously. Why should I? And to be f- and like I, I and if they're gonna just be if this is just gonna be like uh, you know like hot shots, it's just gonna be a dumb parody of mob movies the entire time. Okay, but they. They treat this with like gravitas, like Homer and, and Fat Tony's relationship. They make it seem like it's a serious thing at times. So, but this isn't serious. This is all silly. Like, what am I, what's going on? Robbie, if I could tell
1: you, I. <sighs> mm-hmm.
0: I, know I, I, I know, I know, I know, yeah.
1: I know. Okay. So uh, Fat Tony and his goons outside the prison have gotten, you know, legs and Homer and Johnny tight and all the rest of the guys out. Uh, meanwhile, Marge is trying to contact Homer because she has been told none of this. She thinks Homer is still just in normal prison. And we get an absolutely wonderful joke about Wiggum saying, well, I can't tell you anything about what's going on with your your husband, but I can show you
0: Krusty in the drunk take. Like, what in the world? It doesn't... No, this, the Marge stuff doesn't matter. I don't know why it's here at all. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it no. doesn't... Again... This is and this is the this might be the beginning of well okay now the plot is here and they stay mostly on task about oh it's Homer being undercover and all the fallout right it's around all of this why do I what's exactly. what's at stake. That is, that is my like the. That's my question. Like, what is at stake for these characters? Why are they continuing to do these things? Why does it matter if Homer is an undercover guy? Why does Homer care about Fat Tony? Which apparently he starts to do. Why? Why does it like, like they don't give you reasons? You just they just assume you do it because that's what happens in these movies. Yeah, I just yeah. shrug, Matt. I just I, go, "Uh, well, okay."
1: That's where we're at, basically. So moving on, uh, we see where Homer has to basically get in good with Fat Tony because he's gotten in good with his guys, but Fat Tony wasn't there. So at this point, Homer, uh, is, is you know driving Fat Tony around, and it's really when Fat Tony visits the grave of his late wife that uh, you know Homer is shown to be a man just like Fat Tony.
4: So, what do you think of the sauce? I detect a distinct lack of oregano.
3: I'll take care of this.
4: You carry oregano with you? Oregano, basil, rosemary. I I think I got a ketchup packet for you, boss. Did you order french fries and not use it? They They gave me two packets, but I only needed one. What other secrets are you hiding from me?
2: I I I I I bring my own candy to the movie theater. Louis,
4: my beloved Anna Maria, I hope heaven's powder room is painted that eggshell blue you could never achieve on earth. Sorry, boys no apology necessary. I am touched. You and me, Nikki. we feel. Legs, Louis, Jimmy the Axe, Tommy the Face Shooter. They never share my grief. Yeah, those guys are probably FBI informants. You think an informant could get that close to me? Oh, yeah. I got in your gang and you barely know who I am. That is good counsel indeed. You have earned my complete unquestioning trust. But first... One little thing. You must make your
1: bones. So you have my complete trust, but also you need to do something to make me trust you.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Cool. Thanks.
1: Cool. Yep. 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 So uh, this is easy enough because all Homer has to do is burn down Moe's because Moe hasn't obtained his protection money. But uh, Fat Tony immediately turns his head and does not watch Homer do this. And... Homer is intercepted by Mo coming out of his bar having just burned it down for the insurance money. Or because he doesn't want to build a ladies' room. Whichever. Uh, So, Homer has no problem with this. But, uh, you know. We go to a commercial. The the Mo stuff actually happens after the act break. But I don't want to leave anyone in suspense for too
0: long. It doesn't... I I just don't. Yeah, we come back commercial. 13 minutes and 54 seconds. Mo is already burning down his own bar, um, because again, he doesn't want to put in a ladies' room. It doesn't make. I don't. I don't understand. Again, this is all. None of this is treated like it's real. This is. This is not capture the feeling of a gangster movie of a mob movie. It. It, it feels fake. If and if you want me to suspend my disbelief, you want me to feel like this is real. You're doing a bad job of it. it. It feels, it feels artificial. It feels fake, and I don't. And the important part of all these mob movies, like like The Departed, like parts, like the parts of 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 Goodfellas, like parts of Godfather, et cetera, et cetera. Donnie Brasco. You go on and on and on the important parts like especially if you're going to sell him homer being undercover is homer has to it has to be dangerous right we have to be worried that homer's going to be discovered and
1: in, and in, that if homer fails he's going to stay in jail
0: and they 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 and like those are technically what's at stake right Man, that technically those would be the uh, the uh, like you, you don't have to be genius to see that stuff that's what it's at stake. Oh, if he fails, he's going to go back to prison. He's going to send it, serve a ten, which ten year sentence for a hundred dollar bribe, really, for some for a thousand dollar in fines. Yeah. Okay. If like that's the thing where it's like at surface like that. Of all the ways you could get Homer to that point, that is, it's just I don't buy it. I never buy it. But oh, he's going to go back to prison, or t- Taffy to find out and kill him. There's never. Uh, there, the FBI agent at this point never shows up again until the end, until Fat Tony dies, and there is, he, he's not in contact with Homer, like, hey, we need to get this information, hey, you need to push it this way or that way. He's not applying pressure. Like, think of The Departed, right? Leo, Leo Di, Leonardo DiCaprio's character is constantly under pressure from everywhere. He's getting pressured from the mob guys. He's getting pressure in his personal relationships. He's getting pressure from the cops his handlers. They're pushing on him. Everyone's pushing on him they they need things from him. You need to do this, you need to do that. And there's no pressure in this. Homer's just like Homer's just being an idiot the entire time and I guess they think it's funny. Um it's it's not. Homer's now a made man, man. That's all it takes. It's all it takes is burned out one place. You don't even have to kill anybody. I've, I like also not how being a made man works. You have to be full-blooded Italian. I don't think that's Homer.
1: Whatever. Who cares? I mean, no. But 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 Vinny or Nikki, uh, blue pants, alto is obviously. Oh, he's full blood Italian. Okay, full blood
0: Italian. Okay. Look at the hair, Abby. Uh, oh yes, the hair. Of course, obviously. Um, so Homer's a made man. He goes through the ceremony, um, and like this is all very sincere, Matt. That's the other thing. Like it's so it's like tonal whiplash. Where like is this real? Is this supposed to be taken seriously or is this silly? Like this, this whole made man routine like is very serious. Where Homer's brought in with a bag over his head, and Fat Tony has a knife and he he cuts Homer to make him bleed and bleed on a Like this old this this ritual. But I I don't know what. Like, is this supposed to be dangerous? Is this supposed to be real? Is Homer does Matt? Here's a real question for me for you. Okay, I I, I not because I don't I don't know is. Homer's supposed to have genuine affection for Fat Tony and the Mob.
1: Great question. We never really see him
0: develop that, so we don't know. Like, how are we supposed to know that kind of thing? Because by the end of this, it seems like Homer does have genuine affection for Fat Tony and the Mob. But why? What are they? What they, have
1: they done to him that made him so happy about it?
0: Like, if this... Like it feels obvious, right? It feels obvious, like oh, Homer has fallen in with the mob and effectively is a member of the mob now. He gets to he gets to misbehave, right? He they talked about it in the, in like that is how you tie it back to that fines stuff, right? Where you could have a montage of Homer being the made man and kind of being and the cops like the other way, can do whatever he wants, uh, you know, park illegally. You don't have to pay for anything. You'd be a, you be, be a jerk, honestly. And but you don't get it. there's no repercussions because you're a made man. You're protected, and it feels like oh, that's why he likes he has this affection for Fat Tony because they've given him this power that he had didn't have before. Before he was just some regular schmuck. I'm like and that's a very familiar angle with mob movies, but it's something. But they don't do that. <laughs> They just they, and this is because they because guess what, man? Guess what? Homer's a main man, and immediately mm-hmm. we jump to Fat Tony dying uh, because they go to pull uh uh, uh, uh not pull I get to buy guns or or smuggle guns or something, and uh uh oh, they the FBI moves in and Fat Tony dies of a heart attack. Nikki, my friend. Tonight is a big score I've been
4: setting up for months. Just you and me, sharing it together. To heterosexual male friendship, the kind the Greeks wrote about. Here they are, my Belgian guns. Belgian guns. I've been waiting half my life for this moment. All units moving. Tony, you gotta get out of here now! What? Why? Don't ask questions, just go! What's gotten into you? You're as nervous as a cat when Johnny Kick a Cat walks into the room. Get a shot of Tony with the guns. Um, uh, hey! Closer. Hey! Too close. Oh! Closer. Hey! Too close. Oh! Perfect. Wait a minute. How could you, Nikki? I would have given you everything. In the strip club of my heart, you held the key to the champagne room. I loved you, man. He's dead. No. You're
2: wrong. Check again. Forget about
4: it. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh, so, Robbie. Mm-hmm? Fat Tony dies. Yes. Okay. A oh, choice. Oh, yep. Uh-huh. So what they could have done is they could have had Homer still be involved in the mob because the FBI guy wants to take down more of them, and then Homer has to navigate this whole thing where they might find out that he's the reason or something. You know, just add a little more tension.
0: But no. No, 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 no. That part's over, man. Mm, yeah, no. This is it. They killed Fat Tony's dead, so a victory, I guess. I guess I it is. Uh, Homer cries. You hear, you heard it in that clip. Homer just crying uh, over Fat Tony's dead dead body um, with his head on fire because forget about it is the self destruct uh, code for his wig, uh, which is great again grandpa jokes forget about it is this what we're doing really
1: yeah they had they had to bring back the whole a o zoom in zoom
0: out crap and he's like what what is, like what is this it's not funny uh and i like those are quote-unquote jokes so but why does homer have attachment to fat tony again this is like why i asked that question why does he have attachment because he every moment where they've had be where they've been like oh this is a moment where they bond They've only bonded because Homer accidentally bonded with Fat Tony. Because you could sell me, oh, Fat Tony is close to Homer because Fat Tony thinks Homer is doing the right thing at every every turn, right? Like, Homer's sad at Fat Tony's wife's uh, grave. And, oh, Homer's actually only sad because he remembers March. Or... Oh, Homer burns down Moe's bar. He didn't actually burn down Moe's bar. Moe did it. But Fat Tony think Homer did. Like, there like all these twists and turns in Homer, but Homer's never been intentional. Like he's like fat, they have Fat Tony showing all these bonds of friendship. If at this point Homer was like, Oh, Fat Tony's dead, huh? Alright, bye. Like, I it's not satisfying, but at least it's cohesive. Like, it's consistent with how Homer's behaved this entire episode. Homer doesn't care about any of this. He hasn't showed one iota of of concern about anything that's happened in this entire episode. Um, And, but now he cares about fat Tony being dead. He feels guilty about it. Why? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. We go to our final commercial in 60 minutes and 34 seconds.
1: Oh boy. When we come back, it's over real quick. So pay attention. Um, Is it um, Matt? This last
0: act felt like eternity to me. I felt like I literally was like, it felt like I had
1: spent the rest of my life in it. OK, you're right. Simplicity is probably what we're talking about here, uh, because we have Homer's sentences commuted, but he still feels guilty about Fat Tony's death. So while he is feeling guilty at, uh, I believe, it's Fat Tony's grave, uh, his cousin, Fit Tony, shows up and says that, oh, Homer, you're the reason for this. So you're going to die. Follow me. Uh, and what basically kid- kidnaps him. He wakes up in Fit Tony's gym. Because Fit Tony is Fat Tony's cousin from California, who is a fitness addict. He is buff. He is toned. Uh, and he is going to force Homer uh, to walk on the elliptical with him. Uh, because that's how he's going to make Homer want to die. Ha! Homer's bad at exercise! But, but while they're on the elliptical, Homer talks about Fat Tony. And it's obvious from the way Homer, uh, Homer talks about Fat Tony that he genuinely cared about him where did this come from? We still have no clue, but I think Dan Cashin does a pretty good job of putting enough feeling into Homer's, uh, not really a soliloquy, but Homer's uh, speech here to Fit Tony that Fit Tony says, okay, I feel like you genuinely feel bad about what you did, so I'm not going to kill you. Okay. Okay. But then, at that point, episode's pretty much over. Matt, we're, we're going to listen
0: to pretty much... Matt, I have one question. Okay. Fat Tony and Homer... Are doing Excuse the me, fit Tony. No, no, no. Fat Tony, the gun, the gun, but the gun oh, thing. Gotcha. Fat Tony, Homer at the gun, doing the gun thing with at the ship by themselves. Fat Tony says the words. Just those two. But it's not Homer. It's Nikki Blue Pants. So the w- there's no other mob guys there. Zero mob guys. The only other people there are Belgian gun runners uh who flee. When the cops show up, Homer is they Fat Tony dies and he's dead. He's actually dead. The cops are there. They take Homer away. Homer returns to his normal life. No one knows. I mean, it's obvious. It's very obvious. But no, if we're gonna pl- well, adhere to the rules, Tony
1: is from California. He is not a moron. Unlike everyone in Springfield, can see right
0: through Homer's disguise. I just well, no one saw, but no one saw him. Like it's and but Fit Tony doesn't know Homer. There's a lot of it, we're. I, this is uh, this is an arms in ten, arm arm, arm and Tamzarian situation right away. Okay, Matt. And there's a bit, and I was your trivia is coming from uh, Principal the Popper. Just going to give you a heads up. So there's a bit in Principal, and I was looking through Principal the Popper. Which, you know, much maligned episode, but it is about 10,000 times better than this one. Well, uh, yeah. Where there's a bit where... Um, this is after s- s- Skinner has been revealed to be, oh, it's Armin Damzarian, The real Skinner has been gone, blah, 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 blah. And Marge talks to Skinner about Flanders. She's like, oh, about my, my neighbor who lives next door to me. And Bob, like... And Skin, and it, I, and I, like, I had forgotten that this happened in that episode. But in that episode, Skinner's like, You're talking about Revan Lovejoy? And Marge's like, No, Ned Flanders. And then, and, but Skinner's like, Oh, I, Skinner doesn't know who Ned Flanders is because why would he? Uh,
1: they, they've, Flanders doesn't, his kids are homeschooled sometimes, most of the time they're homeschooled.
0: And so Skinner wouldn't know who Ned Flanders is because why would he? Why would he know a random dude? Like, it treats it that little tiny bit. It treats this whole world like it treats the world with respect. It treats Springfield like a real place and treats Skinner like a real person. Like he wouldn't know everyone in town. He knows the Simpsons because his their kids go to the school. He deals with them all the time. But why would Fit Tony know who Homer was? Why would Fit Tony know any of this stuff? If you want me to take this seriously, why? Like it just, it's just oh boom boom boom. They know. Well, how do they know? It's just it's just so fake. It's so phony. Everything happens. It's so artificial. It happens because they say it does. Give me it, like, right in a storyline. Right in, like, give me a line where they say, oh, the feds gave you up your name. Or, oh, we have an informant on the other side. Like, treat it like a real mom movie. That's what they would do. Oh, Robbie.
1: Robbie, they don't have time for that. They have to have time for... The, the a, a very bit where long Burns
0: well Burns is inner Burns is in the scene Matt like why
1: oh that's right yeah because Homer says the Fat Tony was the best boss he ever had and, like, Burns, really shows and Burns shows up
0: and Burns shows up is like oh I'm disappointed and you're like well why is this here why is Burns in fit Tony's private gym no there's no reason it's like they had a joke a bad joke okay I'm sorry Matt I had to get it out please play your clip. That's quite all right, because this clip is the last bit of the episode.
1: Uh, this, is, this is where we find out what's going to happen. Homer, it is
4: time to switch your elliptical machine to cool-down mode. Are you going to kill me now? Because I'm super ready. No, because my cousin lives on in your memories. And to extinguish you would be to whack what still remains of him.
3: Wow, the
4: killers have been kind to me.
3: Well, the people who are supposed to protect me treated me like dirt. What kind of a world is this?
4: It's pretty screwed up. That's why I keep my friends close. And your enemies closer? No, why would I do that? If they were close, they would kill me. Fit Tony took
3: his cousin's place running the Springfield mob. <laughs> the pressures got to him, so he started to eat. Soon he was known as Fit Fat Tony. Then just fat Tony for short. And me? No, I'm just an average schnook like everyone else. Stuck in this backwater burg where all you can count on is your family. And the only one who ever shot anyone is the baby. You have
1: to admit, it's a pretty good life. And that's the end.
0: I. Before. I get what they're trying to do, but. uh... They're trying to be cute, man, is what they're doing. They're trying to be um, cute, accurate. and th- th- it doesn't. I like before this. I like I already know what's going to happen. Like I know I've read the plot synopsis; it gives it all away. But you kill Fat Tony. You have a big emotional scene with Homer crying, and then Fit Tony is just Fat Tony. And guess what? They'll ne- do they do they ever mention it again? Does the words do the words Fit Tony are are they ever said in the Simpsons after this point? I don't believe so, no. I was trying to think. I, I, no. I mean, I haven't seen the episodes. I've only... I mean, I've seen the new episodes with Fat Tony in them, and they never reference Fit Tony, ever. They just treat Fat Tony like Fat Tony, because to that, to, it basically is, oh, it's just Fat Tony. You know? We don't have to reference the fact, like... Th- and, like, referencing, you know, Principal of the Pauper again, Armin Tamzarian <laughs> is 10,000 times funnier than this, way more clever there's and there's heart in principle Non Popper*, right? There's there's you know mm-hmm. you get that look like that that glimpse into Agnes, like oh no, she actually does prefer Seymour because so she spent all these years with him. He's more of her son than this new guy is. She's she's bullied him into what she exactly what she wants. Yeah, and the fact that the town itself is kind of like it's it, that insight into small towns where they're like, no, we kind of like the other guy. Now, yeah, we don't like you. We're just going to pretend, which is exactly what small towns do. You know, if something's inconvenient, the truth is inconvenient, eh, we'll we'll just lie about it and not never mention it again. Just forget about it. It'll be fine. And that's what happens. And that's what the episode does. This episode is just like, isn't it cute? Aren't we cute? Oh, Fat Tony's still here. No, we didn't change anything. Don't worry. We didn't change anything. And you're just like, actually, you could... See, and here's the thing, Matt. Right? If it was just Fit Tony forever after this point instead of Fat Tony, still Joe Montana, Like, Joe Montana doesn't lose a job. We still have a mob boss in town, but he's just Fit Tony instead of Fat Tony. I'd be like, all right, go for it. Why not? It's, it's 20 years. <laughs> you can change it. Who cares? But they don't change it. They They do the cowardly thing. Like, and the only difference... Between Fit Tony and Fat Tony is oh Fit Tony is he exercises, and like that's all they would have to do is every time you have an episode that Fit Tony shows up, he's doing it, he's working out, right? He's just doing like you know, yeah. he's, and it would be a
1: new thing. Like That's one of the things that The Simpsons uh, has seems anathema to them is that like oh uh no we can't change anything ever. It's like no, you could just have a, a really fit Bob
0: Boss. That'd be something interesting, cool, and new, but no, not allowed. And uh, it, it, that's it's just a, it's the, a cherry on top of a frustrating episode. This episode is not terrible, right? It's not awful. Like uh, I don't know. It's not definitely not the worst episode this season, but it's very bland. It's full of grandpa jokes. It's full of plot holes, and it's been done. Like that's the thing that you keep. I keep coming back to in my mind, Matt. Is like they've done so many mop episodes at this point, and. It's unsustainable. (laughs) You can't do it. It's like it doesn't... We'll rank this episode at the end of the show. Um, hmm. Robbie, is this episode broken? Uh, uh, (laughs) um, No. I'll just say no. It's not broken. It's just poorly executed. It's right. It's right It's so close. It is very close to being broken, but it barely, it barely skirts by. That is what I would say. Like I really wanted to say yes because it's easy to say yes to everything, but I like this episode is not aggressively bad and it affect like it does stick. Hugh relatively close to its plot. It just misses the mark on a lot of little small things. Ends up falling kind of flat, but. I don't, it, it's just right. It's not quite broken. Not quite. It's real close. Um, with that, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for comments in the news group. Okay. Here we are. Alt. Nerd. Obsessive. Comments in the news group is where I ask our patrons over there on patreon.com slash the Simpsons show their thoughts on an episode. Uh, they leave their reviews. Join us at any level. And you can also leave yours. First from Derek, what is zombie Simpsons obsession with fat Tony and the mob? It was great back in the golden years for those few and far between mob focused episodes, but the well has run dry. The character is completely spent by this point. Killing him off would absolutely be the right thing to do. Have Joe Montana voice a new recurring villain inject some life into this shambling corpse. I beg thee, but no, they instead decide to not do that, but rather some ridiculous fake out. And so fat Tony lives on and the mob episodes not only continue, but seemingly proliferate to the point. It seems that from seasons 30 onwards, there's one per season all interminably dull. So this episode itself, well, it's awful, boring, but with enough dreadful moments of attempted humor, that it's quite painful too. the mo monkey man gag that gets dragged out to the point of nausea and that God awful labored burn stuff towards the end. This writer's room, we're all laughing at this rubbish. It's funny in the same way as sitting down on a toilet with shattered glass around the rim is funny. Tell us what you really feel, Derek.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. He's admitted no. the same things we
0: did. No, I, I know I'm just... from Tim. Wait, John, ha- John was in this. What a waste. This whole episode has a feel of we-have-a-cube jokes left over from earlier seasons that will soon expire, so we need to use them about it, including the urinator gag. Oh, I forgot about the urinator gag. Um, Which would have been appropriate in Season 5, but now just seems sad. Combine that with a very long opening, extended exciting incidents, a plot that doesn't really hold together, and the only thing one can say is look how far we've come. Number 400, not at all canon. could be fixed if Homer were to infiltrate the Springfield mob in a way that at least pretends to be credible. From Dara. I love mafia movies. I listen to mafia podcasts. I fall down Wikipedia rabbit holes on long forgotten mobsters. Needless to say, I was excited for this episode. I was a fool. Seventh best episode of season 22. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. That's beautiful. Very succinct. Uh, So from JJ... Yet another example of inept writing, the inciting incidents to get Homer into the mob are so contrived, because Fat Tony doesn't even appear until 10 minutes in, they have no time to get us invested in his character or his friendship with Homer, despite their desperate attempts to make us. The ending takes this from mediocre to downright awful. I already hated the episode where they killed Snowball 2, brought in an exact double, and pretended like it never happened. This is even worse. It's insulting to our intelligence. The only upside is the jokes were fired so fast a few of them landed, such as no ice cream available, children, stay away. But decent jokes don't mean much unless there's a decent story. Jacob wrote us a novel. Uh, and normally I would read one, one paragraph of this. But after reading the whole thing, I think it's actually pretty, pretty well written. Uh, and, and and I'm gonna read the whole thing. I I I think it gives us a little insight into perspective that's different from both of ours, Matt. I think that's what I like about it. So, so Jacob Rose novel. I'm gonna read the whole thing. I'm younger than you guys, having been born in ni- in '94. So, my first memories of The Simpsons are quite different to yours, which will influence my feelings about this current episode. For context, my first memories of The Simpsons were of early Al Jean-era episodes that were new at the time. As a child, I thought that the Frank Grimes Jr. episode where some characters. My memory said Willie, but the clip on YouTube betrays me. Throw themselves below the wheels of the parade float was hilarious. For years, it was my go-to image of The Simpsons. Other iconic formative images of The Simpsons from season 14 were Barting Over and the song in Dude Where's My Ranch. I also vividly remember being my uncle's house—I don't remember what age—seeing the end of Faithhoff, where the football player's detached leg flies across the field. Needless to say, for child me, The Simpsons was a silly, cartoonish, and edgy show. Characters drink beer, use bad words like damn, and died after being run over by tires. My point is, I never knew it as you did as a golden age show of coherent, fairly down-to-earth plots with funny, smart-layered jokes— I saw those when I was older, mixing with later episodes. Given this, I, unlike some of your iTunes reviewers, fully understand your anger and frustration with later seasons, since you measure everything by the standards of Golden Age Simpsons, which is truly legendary TV. This frustration thoroughly entertains me at my monotonous job every Monday, so thank you for bringing joy into my life. And we do our best. Nonetheless, my standard for a Simpsons episode is, does it entertain me? I don't expect it to be coherent, down-to-earth, or even smart. Not even funny is a requirement, honestly. In lieu of comedy, I will accept a plot that simply has to be interesting and compelling. The cardinal fault of what is known as Zombie Simpsons to me is that it is often lifeless and boring and fails to entertain on any level. As an aside, this answers your question of who still watches The Simpsons at this point? The answer is people like me, plus a girl I went to high school with who talked about new episodes all the to- of the time, of a younger generation who did not know Golden Age Simpsons, simply wanted to be entertained, I probably watched in hopes of seeing a Com- Comnesian restoration of the show from its dire, boring muck. This brings us to this week's episode. In spite of my long introduction, which took forever to get to the point, I promise, promise you that I am not Mike Scully or Al Jean. Anyway, I saw this episode in high school when it came out. I remember being thoroughly entertained, and I distinctly remember thinking that a revival was underway. The only member that has stuck in my mind since then is a fat Tony dying and the FBI agent telling Homer, forget about it, where Pound his hair catches fire. I was thoroughly entertained by this at the time. Punry watching, I was disappointed. First act uses several non tech orders in an attempt to be funny, but I don't find those funny. Many of the jokes were lame. I also realized how thin and rust the plot was. You have to have at least you have to have at least good jokes or a good plot, preferably both, but come on, Simpsons writers, I'm easy to please, just be good at for a good at one. For starters, why did the FBI guy, instead of doing so privately beforehand, tell Homer the plan to gain the respect of Bob right in the cafeteria where everyone could see him having a conversation, possibly overhearing, and not such short notice. Why is Fat Tony totally oblivious to Moe burning it on his own bar? Because he is so engrossed in his magazine? Why is Homer going to prison for ten years treated so flippant and offhandedly? One thing you have shown me, Matt and Robbie, so for us to be invested in the characters. consequences have to actually be consequences. When Homer had a heart attack in the early season, it was treated seriously. This is not serious. I say that even before remembering Armin Tamzarian. Um, I mean fit slash Fat Tony. In short... The plot suffers from thin character motivation, and the comedy largely, with honorable mentions, suffers from terminal dumbness. Think of Chief Wiggum's lack. Of sti- Think of Chief Wiggum's ticket citation riffs. Lame, not to mention self-contradictory since he himself told it like it is when he called the finds outrageous with, comor- with comorbidities. Don't get me wrong, I prefer more down-to-earth stories, but I'll take comedy in lieu of strong plot and strong plot in lieu of comedy. The subject fails at both for the simple reason the writers don't seem to understand the basics of writing. You want dramatic beats to be dramatic. They can't be undermined every turn. Honorable mention in jokes. Cat and dog both crawling out of the kennel at the beginning amuses me. Your Honor, I'd like to request a sidebar. Back my keister, you go. I don't know either to love or hate the Homer wants the stakes joke. I watched this episode three times in preparing this review. Whew. Jacob. Three times? Whew. I didn't catch that joke the first time. I thought Homer was just being a good actor. The second time, I hated it. The third time, I smiled. That's called Stockholm Syndrome. Uh, the FBI agent saying forget about it and Homer's hair catching fire. That's right. I like it. I'll see you in court. Dishonorable mention. Moe's prank call- phone call says my mouth is begging for and no one talks like that. The joke wasn't natural. The writers contorted language to make their joke work. Good night. <laughs> <sighs> <coughs> he did write a lot, but I do find that perspective interesting, Matt. Cause I, there are, and we have listeners. I know there are other listeners like Jacob out there who grew up on our seasons who only revisited the golden years much 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 after the fact and apparently they are some of our iTunes reviewers um, which I don't care <laughs> I am a I am an indie author you're gonna have to be you're gonna have to do better than some mean words uh, to make me feel anything um, but I do find that interesting I just even the lower bar of oh it doesn't need to be great it just needs to be entertaining I, I we just don't they not even it doesn't get there like the like the blandness like the like these episodes matt like are a slog to watch one time i can't imagine watching this three times i would i would lose my mind <laughs> watching a one time isn't like you're i'm just like oh, one time i'm like yeah because i like it's not like one there's, time you can kind of just roll your eyes and be like yeah well. well there's no suspense there's no suspense like even if you're even th- of Television and movies you've seen, right, that are suspense stories that have mystery or or are thrillers, and th- effectively, this episode is about a, a mob. Like the mob it should be feel sus- tension. There should be tension. You should feel suspense. Those things carry the day, even if you know what happens. You can watch those movies, those television shows, and still go, oh, "What's gonna happen next?" You still feel that way, but there is no suspense in this.
1: None this whatsoever.
0: None. Uh, You, too, can write a novel to us. I'm I'm not going to promise to read everyone's novel every week, but I did think that was very well written, so I thought it was worth it. Um, But support us on Patreon, any level. Uh, Our next segment, Matt, is time for the listener question of the week.
3: Let's try one more number.
0: (gasps) Yellow?
2: KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener.
0: Yellow? Our listener question of the week this week is: What is your favorite time the show broke format, broke the fourth wall, went meta? Any of lots of great answers. Uh, take it away. All
1: right, first up from Tim, I'm not sure what episode this was from. But there's a scene from the Golden Years where Lisa tells Bart cartoons don't have to be 100 percent realistic. As a second Homer walks by outside, it may have been during Itchy and Scratchy's show Happy Fourth. Apparently, Robbie has added it. it is Boy Scouts in the Hood.
0: That, Brad, Bradley, who also posted our next answer, he's the one who he commented Boy Scouts oh, in okay. the Hood. So, yes, it's Boy gotcha. Scouts in the Hood.
1: All right. Uh, from Bradley. Thank you, Bradley. Uh, in another Simpsons clip show, Marge says they watch the same shows all the time, while Lisa says that the Itchy and Scratchy cartoons are just pasted together from pieces of old episodes and pointing out that Red and Snippy do it all the time. 100% accurate. This comment is a slide joke about the construction of this episode. The blackboard and couch gags are taken from other episodes. There are clips from past episodes. The scene itself is from Crusty Gets Busted. And the interstitials are actually clips from past episodes that feature the family members talking in the kitchen. These three aspects support the idea of this episode being a clip show to the extreme. I mean, if someone's going to do a clip show, The Simpsons have to do it right. But Uh, From JJ, I love the entire construct of Behind the Laughter. I think the risk to pretend that The Simpsons are actors for one episode paid off, and its commentary on the show's legacy and success is really solid. Plus, it's packed with great meta gags and callbacks. It's one of the show's last great episodes tucked away at the end of season 11. Hmm. Uh, From Jacob, the episode where Homer looks directly at the camera and says, We'll be right back. Just kidding. I think it's when Roger Myers is in court talking about how everyone rips off everyone, and he says Chief Wiggum, and Wiggum, sitting in the background, perks up. That usage of meta humor might have planted a seed of destruction. I don't know, but it sure hit hard. So existential. <laughs> You're not wrong, Jacob. Uh, from Derek, the moment when you first see the text, Homer's Day appear in Trilogy of Error, and you think, ooh, this is a bit different. And different it is indeed. It's an episode that really shows that even in season 12, if they put the effort in, they can really make something creative like this, bending the format in a way that doesn't rely on the gimmick to do heavy lifting, but it's cleverly written, entertaining and full of laughs to boot from Aaron. Oh God. One word, Roy. <laughs> oh God. Poochie. Uh, from Dara from Mr. Plout. It may be on a lousy channel channel, but the Simpsons are on TV. Also the Simpsons family time. Family Smile Time Variety Hour is so dumb, but makes me laugh every time. That whole episode of Simpsons Spinoff Showcase is just full of adorable stuff that I think is so dumb. Finally from Brian, I was considering the incredibly meta least of the Boy Scout, but I'm going with season 33's serious Flanders. I always had such a fun time watching characters I know so well struggle through Fargo-esque problems while succumbing to Costa Specker, debatably one of the easiest, evilest Simpsons villains. I mean, you're definitely not wrong there. <laughs> In that episode, he is by far the evilest person to show up on The Simpsons because usually the Simpsons have very uh, flamboyant villains, and he is definitely not that. He's just straight to people.
0: Robbie, what is your answer? I... Like, I'm so torn. Like, I want to say, like, Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie does yeah, a yeah. lot of really fun meta stuff. Like, I think it's the only time the Simpsons are actually really, actually effective with um the, the meta stuff, in, in that regard, at least. Um, but I think I'm actually going to say, my actual answer, something concrete, is the Simpsons Spinoff Showcase, the Family Smile Time Variety Hour. Without Lisa, where Lisa has been replaced, yeah, I, I, that is the, the that specific thing. The fact that everyone else is there except Lisa is now a teenage girl. It doesn't make any sense, but it's very funny. Um, what's your answer, Matt?
1: So I, I I'm very tempted by the 138th episode spectacular. I mean, it's The Simpsons' first clip show, uh, but it's got like this, this amazing frame story of Troy McClure and all the weird stuff interstitials that happen in between other things. But I have to go with Behind the Laughter because as someone who watched way too much Behind the Music on VH1 in the 90s, uh, it just it speaks to me in a way uh and i think jj uh, i'm right there with you it's just all the meta gags that hit on the simpsons being a fake show along with behind the music tropes it just it tickles me although derek was also very correct about trilogy of error like those are all fantastic choices
0: all right folks next week's question what segment should we replace listener question with (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> we I tell you, we have been repeating ourselves quite a lot.
0: Well, it's not just that, Matt. Like, yeah, we obviously we repeat questions a lot. We, we're uh, we're coming up on episode five hundred of this podcast. Okay, we're we're not quite to the level of the actual Simpsons repeating themselves, but we're getting close. But it's also the fact that. Uh, I tried to start an Instagram account, and some of you, fall- I, I put out a little plea before our last episode, and some of y'all followed, I appreciate that, but uh, not even a week before we got nuked by uh, Meta, by Facebook, by whoever, uh, because our... Our logo looks similar to The Simpsons, even though our our name was The Simpsons Show Podcast. Like, it literally says podcast in the name of our our page. I don't know what else to do. Uh, We can't be on Facebook or Instagram. They they kill us. Um, Twitter is... (laughs) barely usable right now uh some people are still on there you can sort of still use it and i think i'm going to continue having an account there because it's basically going to be our front facing social media account when we need to make an announcement or something but they're just not there's not a lot of people seeing our tweets anymore and not many people answering the listener questions anymore um and there's we have we put out on the page on the patreon and everyone on the Patreon is actually pretty consistent about answering and giving us a handful of answers, which is my bare minimum for continuing a segment. But do y'all still want to hear this? If we could have come up with a better alternative, uh, something that this is my plea out to y'all, all all your listeners, what do you want? Um, Do you want us to just keep doing it? You don't care if we repeat? Then tell me that. Do you want a different segment that includes, you know, listener feedback? What would that look like? What, do you have any ideas? I've kind of pushed, you know, I've thought about it, and I can't really come up with anything that isn't that different than just the listener question uh, segment. So, you know, you tell me. Do you always, do you not care that we repeat questions? You're fine with it. You have fun with it. Um my if and if we do continue it my main problem is it's where do I solicit questions I was hoping I can do it on Instagram nope I could should I go to Tumblr maybe I should just do that yes, we should definitely go to Tumblr just go to this we'll <laughs> just have a substance show pod, the podcast on Tumblr uh, and we'll start a new following there Elon Musk has ruined Twitter great threads is impossible and also threads is owned by Facebook so I can't have account there i really don't want to put stuff on my own personal accounts i will if i absolutely have to i don't really want to do that i already do a bunch of book stuff on there um tell me what you want email us again you can't tweet at us like i'm still on twitter it's just like it seems like literally half the people stopped work stopped going to twitter it's probably not numbers probably bigger they probably got kicked off now that you're allowed
1: to look at 300 tweets a day
0: it's 600 matt come on 600 if you Sorry, follow if 600 you, if you're logged in well unfortunately the problem is that there's if you have any amount of follow if you follow any amount of people especially if you follow some people who are prolific tweeters that thing you'll use up that allowance halfway through the day it's absolutely absurd i'm not paying elon musk money i refuse i'm not gonna do it um so Something. Tumblr is where it's at. We might even be able to get uh, Neil Gaiman to follow us. I guess that's fair. So maybe we'll start a Tumblr too. But I, I do think the listener question segment is getting a little stale anyway. And probably has been for a little bit. I don't know. Maybe that's just me because I've been doing it for so long. Um, if you, you tell me, what you think? Do you love it? Tell me that. I don't No judgment on my part. I'll If you if y'all want to keep hearing it, we'll do it forever. Social media is very tiring. But y'all already knew that. <laughs> Everyone who's ever been on social media understands I, that. I, I, I don't know, Matt. Like, there's so much excitement about Threads this week. And I was like... I was on there for, like, you know, 20 minutes. And I'm like, people are excited about this? I mean, it's fine. It's not the worst thing in the world. But, I, like, it just feels like a lot of people screaming at, about nothing. And I'm just like... I. I, I want to curate my feed. I want specific things. I do not want just like, oh, here's someone yelling at M&M's. Here's another, here's Netflix posting a question about why they're, not, and you're just like, I don't, I don't want, this is not what I want out of this experience. But it feels like those people are very excited about social media. And that's, those are not me. I'm an old man now, I guess. That's the actual answer. Um, but that's also the answer if anyone wonders what happened to the Instagram. Well, it got nuked <laughs> literally this morning. As we're recording this, I was like, "Oh, I already got taken down." Oh, I appealed, and I appealed. Matt. Literally within thirty seconds of the appeal, it got pushed. It got canceled. They're just like, "No, you're done." I'm like, okay, I don't know what I did. They they don't tell you what you did either. They're just like, "Oh, you you violated community guidelines." No, no, no social uh, network will ever ever uh, tell you
1: what you did because then you have an opportunity to point out that you did not do that or that doesn't actually break the rules
0: because they're all awful awful people. I so so annoying. i am like, oh maybe we could start going on Instagram. Nope. No. Okay, thanks. Cool. Um, but that question I'll post on our Twitter. That's at Pod on Twitter. You can email us. That's the best way to reach us, it's at gmail.com. They'll guarantee get a, get to us. Okay. Um, and then finally, you can also join our Patreon, which is also a great place to reach us. And I guarantee you that we will see that as well. Um, but I, I understand if you don't want to have to pay. Uh, I'm not Elon Musk. I'm not going to expect you to pay to talk to me. Um, but does jump you to the front of the line. I will be honest about that. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for the No Google Trivia Challenge.
3: I am to smart. I am to smart. S-M-R-T.
0: I mean S-M-A-R-T. The No Google Trivia Challenge where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, and one hard and try and stump the other. I have a three-point lead on Matt so far this season, which is not enough. I need to do better. We'll see how well I do this week, Matt. Like I've said, all your questions are from the from the Principal and the Pauper. Okay. Are you ready for an easy question? I am ready. In Principal and the Pauper, what is Seymour Skinner's real name? I believe that would be, as you said earlier,
1: Armin Tamzarian. That is correct. I mean you knew that already, man. I you didn't. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. All right. Uh Robbie, all of your questions are from uh <laughs> uh oh oh god. Now I can't remember. And I didn't write it down. Oh no. <laughs> uh, that the first not... mob episode. First Goodfellas one. That's a cool
0: so This Is that Bart the Murderer? Bart the murderer. Oh my god.
1: We just write that down. All right. Uh, in Bart the Murderer, where does the class go on a field trip that Bart misses out on?
0: Oh, um, that's your easy question. My God, Matt. Um <laughs> Sorry, Robbie. I... That's your Uh-oh, easy question. Like, okay, I think I know. I believe it's a. Um, it's like a. It's a, I want to say it's a chocolate factory. You are correct. It yeah, a chocolate factory. I was gonna say like I know it's like he missed out, so he's upset. Yeah, he's yeah. super upset about it. Yeah, and that's where that's the the bad day, and it ends with him ending up at the the mob uh, headquarters. Your medium question, Matt: In what year is does Skinner enlist in the army? What year? Um, oh, it was like
1: if I'd known there had been a war on, I probably would have <laughs> yeah, uh, said it. Apologized to the judge. Um, it was nineteen. <sighs> 1972 1966 oh wow okay alrighty then way off alright your medium question what is the brand of chocolate bar made at the factory that the kids go to on the field trip oh my god
0: <laughs> the brand of chocolate um good times Matt you there oh sorry yes uh, you cut out for a second <laughs> good times is what I said Oh, good time.
1: Sorry. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It is off Fudge.
0: Off Aw, Fudge. I just guessed a random thing. I had no idea. <laughs> Your hard question, Matt. What personal items does Armin pass to Seymour before leaving Springfield forever?
1: Um, okay. There is uh, his pocket watch. Um, there is... Oh, man. Um, uh, uh, What's this? Hat pin? Um... I got nothing.
0: I probably haven't watched this episode nearly enough. It's a good episode. Um, Skinner's Pocket Watch, that is correct. That is the watch that Skinner himself passed to Armin Um mm-hmm. But the other two things, there's three of them. It is a membership to the Radio Shack Battery Club. Of course. And then 10 Canadian dollars, a souvenir from the trip to upstate New York. Okay. Good old 10 Canadian dollars. Not worth a lot nowadays, if you want to convert well, it. Well, no. Uh, the, the exchange rate has never been very generous to the Canadian dollar, to be perfectly fair, except for a very short period of time this earlier, uh, late or late last year, I believe it was actually uh, re- reasonable. Um, sorry, about no points for that. Well, that's all right. All right, your hard
1: question. Who stars in Blood on the Blackboard, the Bart Simpson story? There are four. If you get three of them, I will give you two points. If you get four
0: of them, I will give you three points. Okay. Um, the Bart Simpson story, Blood on the Blackboard. I want to say it's, oh, no, like, uh, I'm, so I'm also thinking about, because I'm thinking about, they did this bit also with, uh, Homer Badman, right? They did the fake. Yes. The, and so it had Dennis Franz's Homer, but that was in Homer Badman. That is correct. That is not in, yep. okay, is it, okay, I'm trying to think who was the, I'm trying to think of who was actually the characters. So it's Bart. Is that, was Bart Neil Patrick Harris? Are you going to confirm any of them until I get them all, met? Nope. <laughs> oh, okay. Neil, I'll say Neil. I think that's, I think I'm so trying not to confuse it with the other ones. Neil Patrick Harris is Bart. Now, I I, I know Bart's in it. Who else is in it? Blood on the Blackboard. Obviously, because that in that one, they think he's killed Skinner. So someone, at, who's plays Skinner? I'm drawing a blank. Like, I think, all right, I think I, I think Neil Patrick Harris is right. I have no idea who any of the other people are. I don't even know. Like, one says so Fat Tony. Okay. Fat Tony, Skinner, and who would be the fourth? Um, who would be the fourth? Okay. Let me worry about those two and we'll worry about the fourth later. Um, who would play Fat Tony? Uh, like, <laughs> this is what I'm, this is where we're at, man. I'm thinking of real life actors who would play Simpsons characters in a fake <laughs> Made for TV movie. I think like, we were talking about meta stuff before. I mean, it's true. I do remember Neil Patrick Harris. I remember that, but these are just guesses. Um, Oh, Joe Montana plays fat Tony, right? Joe Montana. They do that. Joe Montana is fat Tony. And then, okay, oh, Skinner. Who's playing Skinner? Oh, um, who's a Skinner type in 1992? Uh, I will let you know. I had never heard of this particular character. Great or, or actor. Oh, cool. Um, I'll say. Um, oh, uh, Judge Reinhold. I'll say Judge Reinhold.
1: That is a fantastic. I will tell you that is wrong, but that is a beautiful pick. <laughs> That's who i, I could I... not have. <laughs>
0: That's who I would pick, right, Matt? If it's nineteen eighty two, who am yes. I casting Skinner as? It's Judge Reinhold. Um, he he would feel or no, maybe. <sighs> Is it that guy? Is it the environmentalist guy? Um, did, is that because that's what I'm like. I just had to, like, a surge. Is like, did they use the environmentalist guy? He who later appears as a guest character on The Simpsons. I don't remember his name. I'm sure if I looked it up, I, I could, think you're thinking of Ed Begley Jr., Ed Beg- who I, I will also tell you is wrong. That also would be really good. Ed Begley Jr. also would yeah. really work as, as Skinner. Um, Ed Begley Jr. <laughs> At least you knew who he was talking about. Uh, I don't know who the fourth person is, and obviously don't know who Skinner is. I got two. I think. I think that's right. I think those two are right. You are correct. That's why two points doesn't get you anything. Oh! Uh, <laughs> I got the
1: easy ones. <laughs> you got the easy ones. So you are correct. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris is Bart. Uh, Joe Mantegna as Fat Tony. <laughs> uh, Gene Seymour as the woman he loved. And Richard Chamberlain as Seymour Skinner.
0: Richard Chamberlain? Who's that? That sounds really familiar. Richard Chamberlain. Okay. I reckon he's a... Teenile, was he? In? What was he in that was more recent? That's really my question. I don't know any of these things. He was a okay. He was in the Towering Inferno. Yeah, he's a like classic movie star kind of guy. He was way too old to be Skinner in ninety two, right? I would guess so. I would. He was in a, the nineteen eighty eight television movie of The Born Identity. Okay, I did not wow, realize that, that's weird. I did not realize they made uh, an early adapt uh, that adaptation of uh, of the Born books. I did not realize that those existed, but I think that's interesting. Um, um, Jane Seymour. I mean, I know Jane Seymour at least. Yeah, I mean, I don't recall who the woman he loved is supposed to be because there aren't any women in this. I city. mean, I, it's that's just a, it's just a construction, Matt. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. No points for me, even though I did okay. I feel like that's... I just get like a a soft applause, a golf clap. Is that what I get out of that? Moment? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Fine. Fair. Yep. Well, we're both tied. One to one today. I still have a three-point lead, which is... I'll take it. Um, that's it for trivia. We can move on to our final second segment. we end every single episode with. It's time for Best Episode Ever. Best Episode Ever. Best episode ever is the part where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically, so watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever, and how good they are. Where does this one go, Matt? It's kind of just boring. <sighs> yeah, it's not terrible, but it's
1: also not good. No, so it's... So it's one of those ones that's mm, really
0: hard to parse. It's in like the, I would say the high 3... 380s, three 370s, three somewhere in there. That's what I was going
1: to like, like Homer Ratsy. Like, What would I rather watch? Homerazzi or this? Maybe because it's been a while, I would rather watch Homerazzi, but that's not a strong preference.
0: I, I know Homerazzi effect sort of is like I know it's the one where he takes pictures of people, but yeah, I don't remember anything about it, Matt. Like that's the thing. Some of these episodes, like I don't remember anything about them. I have no idea what's uh-huh. what are they? What are, what are the episodes about? I don't know. Um, Jk. Oh, Jk. Simmons is in it, so it's automatically better. Um, that's right. Okay, fair, fair. I think I'll I'll take Ohmrazzi's better. I'll say I'll say ice cream, Margie and Funeral for Fiend are better. The fight before Christmas Christmas. is it better than the fight before Christmas? Is it better than last week? That was a
1: really stupid episode. Uh oh. mm.
0: Hmm there's a bunch of season – there's a 20 that's a season 22 then with three 21s three20s a 21 a 20 a 20 a 22 like all of these are just it's all I think this is right where it belongs right in this mess um I think this is better than wedding for a disaster so there's there it's somewhere in yeah. that window um what was the
1: devil I mean boy meets curl is the curling episode would you rather watch that or this? Oh, my Lord, Matt. What a, what a terrible, I know, right? What an awful
0: choice. Splitting
1: awful hairs. I think I'm going to say this I would probably rather watch Mo Letter Blues than this. I know it's stupid, but because Mo Letter Blues reminds me of a good movie that we watched, I'd rather <laughs> watch
0: it again. <laughs> I think Mo Letter Blues, oh, God, man. They're both, it's really, they're right. I'm still deciding if it's better than Fight Before Christmas. Um, which would i rather watch which is more entertaining i think this is mm, no I, no, the muppet stuff is better i'll say that there's something there is a okay um, that's true there's yeah. something in it the whole episode's not good but that bit is entertaining i liked that so i'll say it is better i think muller blues is very comparable i think i think i'd i'd rather watch this than boy meets Curl for sure I do not – that Olympics episode makes me uh, upset. I hate the – the pin plot, too, is also terrible. Like, everything about it is just so stupid. And it's more – it's even crazier than anything in this episode. So it's very hard for me to – even despite the fact that Fat Tony dies and replaced by his cousin Fit Tony, who quickly becomes Fat Tony again. Um, I think mo Letter Blues is better. I think you're right. I think I would put it in between mo Letter Blues and Boy Meets Curl. Can't believe that is a sentence yep. never been said before in the human language.
2: <laughs>
0: we never no, no one on earth in any language has said that sentence before. So that's Donnie Fatso, a new number 381 on our best episode ever list, a new number 188 on our post Golden Years ranking, which is not great, but it could be worse. This list goes pretty far down. Um, we're not done yet, though. We're almost done. We have one more thing to do before we leave. One more question to answer. And that question is, do we shoot this episode out of the cannon? The cannon! The cannon!
2: The cannon! The cannon! The cannon!
0: <sighs> There's only one argument, Matt. This is one we haven't we haven't gone to this well before, or not very often. We very seldom pull out this. But I do consider it just for a moment. It's the, we include it to shame them. I mean, we can
1: do that because the Fit Tony, Fat Tony thing never comes up again. So
0: we don't really need to keep it, but you're right. It, it might be worth it. I I don't, I, like that's, I, I not necessarily want to do that, but there is a part of me that goes, maybe we should just keep it just to make remind people oh, yeah, they did that. They killed off Fat Tony and immediately replaced him with Fat Tony again. Fit slash Fat Tony. They didn't have the courage to even pull the trigger full all the way. But then the other part of me, Matt, goes, no, this is bad, and there's nothing in it that's worthwhile. It's not worth watching. It's bland. It's boring. It's not really funny. Like, what's it? What's in it? What is here? Um, and that tells you, I think, the actual answer. So, fire the cannon. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, uh, goodbye. Forever. F- Donnie Fatso. Mm-hmm. episode. We uh, are asking the same question, answering the same question, but every episode on the list, working our way down from the top of the list. We are now at number 145, They Saved Lisa's Brain, a uh, season uh, a season 10 episode. Which one? Is, is that the one where she joins Mensa? That is the Mensa episode, Matt. I mean, that one's not bad. It's actually pretty good overall. It's very good. I love the Mensa episode. Uh, I think it is... I mean... Have you ever gone to a Mensa meeting, Matt? I have not, no. I, I've heard they could be rather toxic. You're you're good. You don't need to. You're fine. No. I... The, 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 the Mensa we see is probably a little too nice, honestly, from my experience with Mensa people. um. Go join a like go to go go on meetup.com and just find people doing a nice hobby and you'll probably find some, if you're looking for to be, you know to meet with people to make friends I would suggest that over doing a if you're a smart even if you consider yourself an intelligent person you, you might steer clear yes men yes yeah, just, just just go to, just go
1: find a board game meetup
0: group that's yeah. where the smart people are ah I... see here's the play this is the real play you go to a board game meetup. You find the people, you, you cherry pick, basically. You find the other people that are like, oh, yeah, I really li- you're great, you're great, I like you a lot, you're funny, you're good. You know, you find those, like, handful of people, like, right, four or five other people, and then you steal them. <laughs> and you take them away from the board game night, and you start your own <laughs> board game night. Away from well, yeah. the masses of people that might be there, um, that is that's my that's 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 what I would say is the play. You know, you usurp, you, <laughs> you take, you just you're like, okay, we're all gonna we are all nice, good people. We're gonna go over here and play video game, uh, play board games for ourselves. Um, so they say Lisa's bring yes, it's really good. Stephen Hawking, uh, the, the 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 Lisa kind of realizing, oh, smart people are not always that smart despite the fact they may be smart they're not that smart um, it's you know I think it is one of those post golden years classics there's not as many of them but it's one of them we're starting to hit those spots in the, in the list though man. we're getting through the we're, we're, we're moving through the most of the, the golden year episodes really you know we're getting into the 150s so there's not that many so called golden years episodes left there's a lot of one season ones and season twos some season threes but that's mostly it there's a dashings of fours fives and sixes in here but not a lot we're working our way down I think this is this is the meat of the, the list Matt this is where we're starting to get start getting like hmm maybe not that's not true we're gonna it's gonna be a while before we go no to any of these but it's an interesting part of the discussion um that's a save Lisa's brain our next episode Matt I have just looked at the title, and I hate it. Great. The name of the title of this episode is "Moms I'd Like to Forget." Okay,
1: did you, you get it? I, I I think so, but explain it to so our
0: our viewers, our listeners who might not. My, my, there's a popular acronym, uh, MILF, that is in the it's in the vernacular. And it's this is also that ah, I see. This is this is also that Matt. You see, moms, I'd like to forget. It's different though. It's different than the one that people talk about in the world. Uh, Isn't that fun? No, it's really not. In this episode, Marge reveals that she used to be in a group called the Cool Moms and decides to reconnect with the group. Yay! It's a Marge episode, Matt. That's the best thing I can say about it. It's a Marge episode, and maybe that's good. Maybe. I don't really know that's next week. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate you. Um, you can find this list of websites, at the has links to everything we do online, uh, including our social media, our Twitter, our, our email address, and our Patreon. If you want to help support the show, uh, help throw us a couple bucks. We'd love it. We'd appreciate it very much. It's it, it's, it does not go, uh, unnoticed. The support we get. Um, you can find me online on Robbie at Robbie Dorman. Every saw so all the social medias, I'm on there, even if I'm not necessarily super active on them. I'm there. I'm most active on Instagram. I've been doing TikToks now too. I'm on TikTok. So if you are there, you can follow me, Robbie Dorman, uh horror horror author Robbie Dorman or whatever. You search my name, you'll find me. Um and I sell my books. I have thirteen books, thirteen horror novels. You should go read them. There's so many of them. You should go buy them, read them on Kindle Unlimited, leave me a nice review. Subscribe my newsletter, all the things. Buy my books, as Jay Sherman would say. Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him.
1: Uh, That is correct. I spend all of my time taking care of kittens. Uh, So you can only see me in various hands in the backgrounds of other pictures. Uh, Kitten turns, K-I-T-T-I-N-T-E-R-N-S on Instagram. They haven't been kicked off yet, but they're so cute. It's it's coming any day now. So uh, adore them while you can. Breaking news. Kittens are cute. They are, especially the ones I got right now. Oh, boy. I'm Robbie, and I'm Matt. Anybody says it.